0: It's so good to be here. We love, love, love coming home to here to be with you guys and worship with you. My wife, Alyssa, and I and our kiddos are here. Elijah's in uh, Guatemala holding down the fort. And then we have an incredible young man, Nicholas. Nicholas, would you wave at everybody up here? He is uh, traveling with us. He's Nyla's boyfriend. Oh, my gosh. Awesome young guy. And we're super excited to have him Uh, and getting to know him. So, anyways, <laughs> 10 Shades of Red. We, you know, as we, um, Look over this last year. You guys, we were here a year ago, and God started to do some incredible things in our family and stirring us and speaking to us, and you've been a part of that journey, and we wanted to come back and and just thank you guys. We want to especially thank Pastor Mark and Joni and just the leadership team here and honor them for being such an incredible pastor locally, but also just friend and global and, and just a heart for the world, and you guys as well. Would you guys honor him and this team with me? They're just so awesome as they pastor locally and around and, and what they're doing. So thank you. Thank you for, for truly being family with our family. We always feel so, so good to come here and worship. Um, thank you for all the messages and the love that you guys shared with us as we've walked through a, a little bit of a hard season over the last month. And um, it meant so much to us. Um, you know, when God called us to go down to Guatemala. It was just this, it, it was, and we'd longed for it. Like we, we, for years, we've been praying, God, when is it time to go back? Because we'd been in Guatemala for years. Two of our kids were born there. And, um, and we wanted to go back. And God was just like, not yet, not yet. He was working things in us as a family. And, um, and then God said, in, in a dream, woke us up and says, time. It's time to go. And be with the people that I've called you to be with. And since that moment, we, we, we actually got back home from here, Utah, and just this moment of ministry that we had last year. And God confirmed the word and, and prophetically spoke to us. It's time to go back. And we started just, I mean, just selling everything, our house, our cars, everything we had. And within three weeks, we were down in Guatemala. March, we moved back down. Truly have been going Nonstop, I think it was like six months, we weren't even in in a place for more than two weeks as a family, traveling, visiting the different countries God has called us to, the leaders, and pouring into them, and youth conferences, and hosting mission teams, and then your wonderful, amazing, uh, Kaylee over here, um, came down and served with us, and just helped we're super excited about what God is doing in her life and, and you partnering with her to come down and be a part full time with what God is doing in Hoobanet. So just some incredible things that God is up to. We're going to do things a little different this morning. Usually we get up here and give a report and share of what God's been doing and, um, and what you've been a part of, you know, and, and I will pause for that. You know, your generosity here, as Trevor was saying, is incredible, Every, you know, throughout the year, how you guys have partnered with us. You know, the homes we built, we've, we built five homes because you guys gave generously above and beyond your tithes and offerings you guys gave. And, um, and then we still have the funds. February, we go back and we build another two homes. And we're going to build out the ten homes that you guys sponsored, you know, and we're a part of. And you gave even more than that throughout the year, helping us fulfill everything up here on the video. You guys were a part of that. And so thank you. Thank you for, you know, you go to work, you sacrifice, you're providing for your families. And it's hard sometimes, but you, you give above and beyond because of love, truly, because of love. And, and that love takes you to sacrifice and to give locally to make a difference here, but also around the world. So thank you for being such a generous and loving church. And so we're going to jump into sharing a little bit of stories, things that God has done. It's truly been a family journey. And so I'm not just going to share today. We're going to have some of our kids come up and share. We want to interact. We want, to, we want you to hear about this journey to bring your family along because you are a part of what we're doing. So I'm going to have my incredible wife, Alyssa, would you give her a huge hand? Uh, lead us through this time. And then we want to do something special with families.
1: Awesome. Good morning. How's everybody doing? Are you blessed? Are you stressed? i was kidding. (laughs) We're in the house of God, you have to be honest. No, uh, No, it's such a pleasure to be here with you. I love the fact that, I mean, we are full all the way to the back. If you're in the back row, wave at me. Come on. Yes, you and the beanie, you're not waving. Let's go. Both hands up in the air. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's pro- you're probably a visitor. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm picking on your guests. I'm sorry. Listen, I am so glad to see so many new faces. That means you're growing. That means you're making an impact in this community. So I love it. So let's give yourselves a round of applause. for. I, I'm just, I love it. Uh, we love coming back every year. We are so grateful that God allows us to come back every year and just continue to to grow in the relationships that we have, and also to meet new faces, new people. Uh, we are super pumped. If you are considering going on the Guatemala trip, just raise your hand or, or pinky if you're slightly concerned. Okay, all right, there you go. I always see pinkies. That's so cute. Thanks. All right, they're gonna have an interest meeting. So listen. Whenever Trevor announces, hey, if you are even slightly interested, okay, I promise you after today, you're going to be more than slightly interested. You're going to want to find out what this crazy family is doing in Guatemala, and you're going to want to be a part of it. But listen, go, even if it's just to ask questions or just to hear more about it, okay, because we are so pumped to get new life back in Guatemala again. We're super pumped about that. Um, but like Caleb said, we transitioned um when he said three weeks, literally, this time last year, we were standing on this stage, and, and God was confirming he was calling us back. We went home, and three and a half weeks later, our house, our cars, all of our belongings, everything was gone, was sold, and we were on a plane to Guatemala. How many of you know that when God speaks, and you're willing to obey and say yes, I mean, it can happen that fast. And so it has been a wild ride. It has been awesome, but one of the biggest things For us, uh, how many? where, Where are my parents at? Do you who has teenagers in the room? Teenagers, God bless you. All right, so we have teenagers, okay? And so when God spoke to us, we were like so ready. We have been ready to go back to Guatemala, so we were like, yes, Lord, when? And then immediately we're like, well, crap, we have teenagers. Our teenagers have jobs, they have friends, they have sports, they have girlfriends, boyfriends. I mean, we were like, they have their life here. They're going to flip out if we tell them that in three weeks we're leaving everything to go to a foreign country again. And so we did. We asked the Lord, we're like, okay, God, we're going to need you to do us a favor. Our kids know your voice. And we really felt that this time it wasn't just God calling, like Caleb and Alyssa. And our kids have to come along because, you know, they're minor children and have to come with us. But it was more God calling us as a family. He wasn't just calling Caleb and Alyssa, he was calling Elijah, he was calling Christopher, he was calling Nyla and Adeline and Sophia. And so we said, Lord, we're ready, but will you please talk to our kids? They know your voice. Can they hear from you? Can you tell them that you're calling them? And so within two weeks, we had not talked to anyone except for our pastor, Daddy, and Cindy. We talked to them. Y'all know them. They're of this house as well. And, um, and so within two weeks, God began to speak to each one of our children. And I love that it was so personal and different for each and every one of them, how he just met them right where they were at. So you're going to get to hear a little bit from them about what that was like and when God spoke to them and what this past year has been like. Um, And so, uh, you know, because we've been through a season as a family. uh, We've experienced a lot of, of hard things over the past few years. Being teenagers is hard. Being parents of teenagers is hard. But, man, when you have God on your side and you have a house and a family like this, that will lock arms with you and pray with you and build you up and call out greatness and believe with you. Man, this past year has been such a season of healing and such a season of redemption and watching God rock our kids' world and move so powerfully in and through them. So we're going to call up our first kiddo, and I want you— to give our baby girl the biggest round of applause for Sophia Pearl Mooney! (laughs) All right. Sophia, hello. Are you a missionary? Yes. Do you love being a missionary? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. You know you can't lie in church. I know. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we moved to Guatemala this year, huh? How's that been for you?
2: Um, pretty fun.
1: Pretty fun. Did you know the language before we went down? No. <laughs> have you had to, like, study really hard and try to learn it? Yes. So, and you've done really good. High five. You've done awesome. So I want you to tell everyone, and again, this is not, she, I have no idea what's going to come out of her mouth. So just bear with me. Let's roll. Um, uh, Trevor, I apologize in advance. To all those watching. I apologize in advance, but no, she's gonna she's gonna do awesome. All right, Sophia, why don't you tell us and the world who's watching? Nana and Papa might be watching. Why don't you wave at them? Hey. Um, why don't you tell everybody what's been like one of your like highlights over this past year?
2: Um, definitely praying over people and having fun with kids in schools.
1: That's awesome. We ministered in a lot of schools this year, huh? Yes. Yeah. Um, Do you remember a specific time that just kind of sticks out to you that was, like, the most, like, impactful for you? Um, I don't know. One of the ones that you've talked to me about was when we were at a school in Columbia, and there was a little girl there that you prayed with. Do you want to talk about it? You want me to tell it? Okay. How about you stand there and continue to look cute, and I'll t- I'll talk about you. Okay. All right. <laughs> so we were in the school in Columbia, um, and uh, it, we I think had only been on the field at this point maybe three weeks. So it was all still very new for, for especially for our younger's because with COVID and the world being kind of shut down the past few years, they had not traveled very much with us. And so we were ministering in the school, and Sophia's standing at my side, like Velcroed like she is right now, leaning into me <laughs> to make sure Mom's still there. And I was translating, because we had a mission team on the ground, so we're sharing, and I'm, I'm praying, and y'all know me, like when I pray, I get really intense, and I close my eyes really tight, and I'm, you know. But as a mom, I'm a mom too, so every now and then I'm kind of like peeking to make sure Sophia's like still right there. And she's still right there, I'm praying, praying, and then I open again, and she's gone. I'm like, what just happened? Where'd she go? And there's like hundreds Hundreds of students. And I look up and there's this little girl on the front row and I see Sophia walking to her. And I am just like, what is happening? And she has no one beside her. No one prompted her to do it. Just God, the Holy Spirit said, Sophia, I want you to go pray for this little girl. She had still not learned Spanish yet, but just, she was like, mom, I had to do it. I had to do it. So she walks up to this little girl, and I see her just put her hands on her shoulders. She put both hands on her shoulders, and she could hardly get one word out of her mouth, and the little girl just broke and just began to just weep and weep. And I watched Sophia at seven years old pull her in to her chest and, like, mama hug her. And just started playing with her hair, just like how you've seen me on I didn't realize I was doing it, but just how you've seen me playing with her hair It was doing that to this little girl. And just the little girl's just sobbing. And Sophia's just holding her and praying over her. And I'm I, okay, listen, I'm a mom first, okay? Yes, I'm a minister. Yes, I prophesy all this, but I'm a mom first. So I'm sitting here trying to translate and pray, but I'm like, where's my phone? And like trying to get pictures, because it was such an amazing moment. Uh, it would have been really embarrassing if anyone was filming me, but I couldn't help it, because it was just such a defining moment for her, And and she realized right then and there that it wasn't just God calling mom and dad. At seven years old, she was being called and being used as a missionary, and that stirred something up in her, and we have watched her I mean, pray for people so powerfully and passionately, and then what? We, after you were done praying, now can you tell this part? Okay, so you and the little girl, what did y'all do after you were done praying? Exchange bracelets and became besties. <laughs> and she and she goes, "Mom, like I couldn't understand anything she was saying, and I don't think she could understand anything I was saying." But we totally like understood what we were saying, and I was like, "That's the Holy Spirit, babe. That's the Holy Spirit." So can you give her a hand? High five!
2: Oh, oh, sorry. So um, the way that me and Adeline found out is because my mom, dad, Darren, okay, and Mariah. Okay, so
1: this is going awry. No, I was kidding. <laughs>
2: my mom, dad, Mariah, and Darren were on a meeting. And my mom said, I was on my dad's lap saying hi to them. And my mom said, okay, so for the move, and I was like, are we moving? And she was like, no, for someone else. (laughs) Okay,
1: get off the stage. No, it's good. (laughs) She totally like eavesdropped in one of our meetings and heard about the move, yes. So she's like, I knew it. I knew we were moving. All right, thank you for being so brave. I'm so proud of you. High five. Go have a seat. All right, Adeline Rose Mooney, get up here. <laughs> Woo! All right, this girl <laughs> is full of personality. She is sheer joy, and it has been so awesome watching God work, and then through her, in a completely different way than how he's moved in and through Sophia. And that's such a cool thing as a parent. And I think that this is how God looks at it too, when he sees all his kids being so different and so unique and being used in different ways. And so it's just been really cool getting to watch Adeline have her own journey this year. So, Adeline, do you want to talk to us a little bit about one of your favorite things that you did this summer?
3: Um. So, what I did this summer we um we were doing a medical missions team, and basically, I didn't want to go anywhere else because they were giving food out and so I wanted to stay with my mom, and I asked her, "Is there anything that I can do?" and she was like, "No." and then i asked her again and she said yes you can go look around at the pharmacy and, uh, and then i asked her is it okay if i work at the pharmacy and then she said you have to ask, you have to ask Ruthie. Dr. Ruthie Dr Ruthie
1: no that was the other medical clinic <laughs> <laughs> um
3: and so i helped around and Ruthie went to the bathroom and i was handed a um she, Pres what prescription sheet um for the medication and i, I um my oh my gosh uh, um i started i read it and i got uh the medications and um my mom was kind of freaking out <laughs>
1: You know, a 10-year-old messing around with prescription drugs, not a big deal.
3: (laughs) Um, And my mom asked Miss Ruthie if she could check it to make sure if I got everything. And she told my, Miss Ruthie checked it and um, told my mom that I got it correct and that I did it all correct.
1: So, yeah. So, it was was amazing. I mean, because at first, in one of the medical clinics, I mean, you know, there's, we were working in, uh, we had the clinic in kind of a rough area of town. So but there were several prostitutes and drug dealers and things like that. So obviously her safety was my most in, you know, important job. And so that's why at first I was like, hang over here. But we got settled in and she's like, mom, I really want to do something. I'm like, yes, I'm just trying to find a good fit. So I thought about the pharmacy because she had really connected with Dr. Ruthie. And it was so cool because, I mean, all of a sudden I am just seeing this light come on in her and her organizational skills and her people skills just start like flourishing. And so when, when one of the runners came and handed her the, the prescription, I'm kind of eyeballing and I'm like, this could go bad really fast. And so I went to like kind of intervene and just say, hey, Adeline, wait for Dr. Ruthie. And it was literally the Holy Spirit and said, Alyssa, just give her a minute. Just give her a minute. You know, don't, give the patient the medicine yet, (laughs) but just let her try. So I took a step back and I I just observed, and it was awesome. You guys as parents, you know those moments where you, you see your kids do something hard and new and they surprise you that's what it was like. It was just so cool. And she literally, I watch her go over to the bin and she gets out the correct medicine. She's reading the label. She's using the little counter thing with the little like stick and she's like counting one, two, three. Like it was just so great. And then when Dr. Ruthie came over and she's like, okay, like, let me, let me check. And she's like, you got it. All right, girl, give me a high five. And the, Just the light that came on her face um, and a new passion that she found for helping me in medical clinics was so cool. She ended up working with me, I think, in four, because we, yeah, four other medical clinics throughout the year, because we did three other locations and then one in August, and she rocked it every time. So I'm very, very, very proud of you, girlfriend. Very proud of you. Is there anything? Oh.
3: And, uh, um,. When we were moving, my mom said that we had to get rid of, like, all our stuff. We saved my giant unicorn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> God cares about the giant unicorns, okay, people? He cares about the little things. But, yes, we did save the giant unicorn, and we got it down to Guatemala, didn't we? But you gave up a lot of things, and God sees it, and I'm proud of you. All right. It's, all right, go sit down. <laughs> She would stay up here all day long. Um, Okay, now we're going to call up Nyla, the Nyla Grace (laughs) Mooney. So I am super pumped for this girl to share because if I would have asked her nine months ago, to put a microphone in her hand she would have ran out of the building and hid until the service was over and so this this past year has just been so beautiful to watch her grow in her confidence and find her voice and um and learning to say yes and i'm excited to for what she's going to share with you guys
4: good morning everyone how are y'all um so Um so last year we'd take this trip every year to Utah and to see our people and do skiing and all the fun stuff. And last year before we moved um this trip was a really big moment for us in our move to Guatemala because it kind of God spoke to all of us, all of uh, my siblings and my parents about moving. And um We were at another church that supports our Juvenet, and we were worshiping, and um, God had spoken to me during worship, and he said um, to me, Nyla, wherever I've taken you, I've blessed you, and it's been a blessing. And um, before that, I had a dream, and it was, um, God had, like, rolled out a world map, and my family was um, in Tennessee where we currently lived, and he picked us up and moved us to Guatemala. And then from Guatemala, he kind of moved us everywhere around the world and then always brought us back to Guatemala. And I had no idea what that meant, and it, I didn't really think about it because I have, like, dreams like that a lot. And um, and so I went up to my parents after the service because we had been prophesied over, and I asked them, I said, Mom, are we moving, like, to Guatemala? And she, didn't, she was out of words. She didn't really know <laughs> what to say <laughs> because it was kind of under the radar. But um, 2022 was kind of a really big testimony to the, the word that God had spoken to me. And um, in Colombia, actually, I think it was the same one as Sophia where, when she speaks. Spoke. Anyways, Anyways, um, there was a situation when we were doing a food distribution, and my dad had came up to me, and we had one house left, but some people were eating, and then some people were we needed to do one more house, and he asked me, my little sister, and then my mentor to, um, go to the house with him, and I chose to say yes, and I, I walked up with him, and as soon, as soon as you walked into the house, you kind of felt this really big heaviness, and, like, this darkness, and just, it, it made your, your spiritual, like, spiritualness just kind of heavy, and, um, and the situation in the house when we asked them what they needed prayer for, it was a situation that hit really close to home. And it, it kind of made me thankful for what I went through because it, it gave me the opportunity to speak on that and speak what I went through. And, and it really spoke to them. And I was I knew how to pray for them. And um, I kind of just got washed in the Holy Spirit in that house. And I had never felt like a, a demonic presence so bad. So boldly and strong. um, But I had never, after we prayed, I had never felt God's presence so strong either. And so that was just a really big um, pillar moment um, and kind of a testimony to what God had spoken to me. And it was just because I had said yes and I obeyed what God had asked me to do and the opportunity that he made for that situation. And so um, after that, like my mom said, nine months ago, I would have (sighs) probably cried and asked her not to make me go up here, but in Columbia, I was given the opportunity to share my testimony, and um, God asked me, and I was like, Mm-mm, like, I'm good. Like, I don't want to do that. I'm not comfortable with that, but God really put it on my heart, and so I took days to prepare, and like, I went up there, and because I had obeyed what God had asked me to do, Um, I shared, and then I didn't realize, but when I was walking back to my seat, I could see people crying and just really taking a minute to think about what I had gone through, and and then girls came up to me because my story impacted them, and they came up to me, and they were like, what was this part of your testimony? What was this verse? And so, it was just a humbling experience to know that the things that I went through, like, changed another person's perspective on God, and like, all of that just because I had obeyed and said yes. So just take that step of boldness and say yes to what God is asking you to do because I promise the outcome of that is so much bigger than you and so much bigger than what God has planned for others and you. So thank you. <laughs> Good.
1: Preacher. Woo. Man. We could just literally end the service right there. Man, it's just so awesome. I'm, it, I, we're so proud of what our our kids and how they've grown, how they're, they're finding God for themselves and how God wants to work it in through them. And so uh, we're, we're really excited about that. And with that, Caleb's going to share a couple other things.
0: Yeah, so, you know, we, do, we are excited to have you all come down. And Kaylee's coming down in, I think, May. And so as you guys are beginning to, like, partner with us, through, through coming down and serving, one of the things that we are going to, actually God called us to do, um, is to step into this next season of life. And this is something you can be praying with us for, all right? And, um, and joining with us. And, for years, God has put a, in our heart to raise people up. The next generation, that's Huvenet Huvenet means youth network. And our vision is to, to reach, equip, and to mobilize the next generation for the kingdom of God. And so for years, we've discipled and trained and set in youth leaders and now pastors and, and help oversee about 750 churches in 14 countries. And, and this next step for us is to build what we're calling right now the God Center. And it's a training and equipping center And we're praying and believing God for just an incredible movement of young people to come in into a place that we build together to train them for future ministry. And so we're right now identifying about 10 acres of land in Guatemala. We've actually looked at a few properties. And without us even really making much of an announcement, God is just beginning to pour out His provision on this project, like blowing our minds. And and I think He's something that He's doing. And so in the next couple years, we're going to be building a pretty big complex, like a facility where we'll be having—we'll have our interns there, people from the U.S. coming down to serve with us, but also from the youth movement throughout Latin America, young people coming in that are willing to be trained and equipped in leadership, in life discipleship, in ministry, missions, so that we can send them out throughout— the whole world. And so we'd love for you guys to be praying with us for that, believing uh, God for that. And uh, we have some incredible opportunities for, for churches to partner with. So real soon, we're going to be sending you guys all the information. An architect is building it out for us on the land. And, and so we'll have that in a presentation form pretty soon. Keep your eyes open and be praying for that with us because our, our heart, as, as we are, you know, stepping into this new phase of ministry in Latin America is that we could gather young people from all over Latin America and pour into them, train them, equip them, and send them out into the whole world to make a huge impact. So uh, that's what we're dreaming about and praying for. Would you guys commit to praying with us? Amen? Amen. Thank you so much. And, um, you know, as we begin to wrap up our time together— I'd love for um, my uh, Christopher, my son, to come up. He's going to share a little bit about his perspective and journey over this last year and what God did in him. And um, and yeah, the band can come up. And I just want you to prepare your heart as families of what God can do through you. You know, the word God gave me about this is to be families on mission. Right? Families on mission. You know, we're not perfect. It's messy. We're up here sharing some great things that God's done, but it's through, really, a lot of the brokenness in our lives and the hard things in our lives. And it's through that mess sometimes that, like, God's grace is poured out. And then He does an incredible thing through that and redeems and goes beyond what we can do. And um, and I want, you, I want to share a little bit, you know, and Christopher's going to share and lead us into this incredible moment as families. But about two years ago, I was— I was sitting in a pew in a church in Florida, and I was really broken as a father. I was going through a really hard time just watching how my, my kids were doing um, and their struggles, and their journey was very different than my journey, and I, in that moment, I was really wrestling with that, and I was wrestling because I work with young people all over Latin America, and yet my kids were really struggling, and we talk about this publicly. It's an open reality now but they were really struggling with depression and anxiety and, and addiction and a lot of things in their life that were really tearing them down. And, and, and with their relationship with God. And I was, I was feeling like a failure as a dad. Can I just be real with you? Right. And, and I'm sitting there and I'm weeping, I'm crying, I'm a mess. And as I was sitting there about four, four pews back, and I was on the floor, actually, um, God came to me and he said, Caleb, Wipe your tears away. Stand up and worship me. These are my kids, and they're going to be okay. And I, it, he confronted me. It was a confrontation. And I, I immediately just stood up, and I wiped my tears away. And I lifted my hands. and I said, God, I worship you. They're yours. They're yours. They're yours. And something shifted inside of me, right? I was struggling here. And something shifted in me. And I put my hands off of it. And I gave God control. And as I did that, you know, things got real bad. They got worse for about four months, five months. But all of a sudden, God began to put things in their life that I was, I didn't control. He started bringing people to their lives, circumstances to their life, things that I didn't even do to shift their heart back to Him. And I got to watch that and see and now get to experience this. And I'm gonna let Christopher share a little bit about his journey from that moment when we were here in Utah
5: and God began to work in him and now where he's at today. All right, so like my mom said earlier, at the time where we all found out that we were all going to Guatemala, moving down there, I was not happy. I had a life, a good life. I had a good job. I had a girlfriend. And so when I heard that, I was not down with that. I was not, uh, yeah, not okay. Um, But the moment that really changed is I was going with my dad to a men's prayer meeting super early in the morning. And while we were there, I just felt like something really heavy on me. And as, like we got into groups of four and they just kept on praying and I just heard prayer after prayer the people have no idea about like what's God speaking to us, but they're just speaking to us moving and like abundance in the step we take. And so I'm like, oh crap <laughs> okay this is actually happening and then God put it on my heart that to tell my dad that you know what you need to do it is okay and to take that step um, and I mean, I'm just going to be real, as soon as I got told to say that, I said no. I was like, I'm not saying that because I knew what that meant as soon as me saying that it would be that trajectory into actually doing it because like you said, he was there waiting on us because I knew that it needed to be everybody, not just them. But I was just wrestling there and I finally just put my hand on him and it wasn't even me that started speaking just words started cutting coming out of my mouth and then after that I just took it and I told him and he started weeping I started weeping it was it was a cute moment um but um after that like I just saw the things that I could not have done God did for me and ending my relationship with at the time I was like like I don't want to I don't want to go because I have that relationship he took he took that step for me and he said I'll do it for you um. Anyways, moving forward, we moved to Guatemala. It was hard to be honest, uh, cause during that process, so like Nyla came up, she shared that big aha moment. Sophia came up, Adeline came up. They had that aha moment. Wow, like this was amazing. This stood out to me the most. Throughout all that time, I did not have that moment. And I started to question, why am I here? Because I felt that calling so heavily to come down, but I'm not feeling it. Like, I'm not getting that moment. I'm not getting that connection to everybody. Like, we're, going, we're speaking to thousands of students. Then God's moving, but I'm not feeling moved by God. And so I started to lose faith. I started to get doubt and just wanted to take a step back. It's like, hey, obviously this is not for me. But I persevered, I pushed through. In the Bible, Paul says, um, you will reap what you sow. And basically that means the things that you do in life, you will always have a result for what you do. I kept on perse- persevering. <laughs> I had that phase. I kept on going, even when I didn't want to. And I can now say that I reap what I sow, uh, what I put out. God put inside of me before we moved, God put a word on my heart and that word was growth and I did, at the time I didn't know what that was but uh, see, while that moment was there I didn't see anything but afterwards I'm able to a, take a step back and look at my life I myself have changed so deeply drastically, people don't even recognize me and my personality because like my dad was saying we went through a hard time Um, But the point I'm trying to get at is Sometimes you could take that step and feel regret Not know what's going on Not feel that security You could feel lost And frustrated Because you took that step of faith But you don't see the results coming And so one thing I want to do right now Is if you feel like while I'm speaking Just the Holy Spirit is saying like That is you I want you to stand up if you are in that moment where you don't understand why you're not getting that, like, I took that step, but where is, where is where's it coming from? Like, where are the things? Where's the backing up? If you're around someone who's standing up, I want you to place your hands on them right now. And if you can't reach them, put your hands towards them. Because we're a family right here. We're, we're backing each other up. So I'm gonna go into a time of prayer so just reach your arms out I'm going to give a little moment of silence because in the silence that's where the holy spirit moves Thank you God you are so good to us You are so good Sometimes it's not clear Those who, stood, those who stood up, they took that step. They're taking that step. Taking that step to walk blindly is the hardest thing you could do. Because you don't have that security in what will happen. But God, you are our security. You are our safe place. God, I just pray that you fill the doubt with sec- security, with confidence, the lost with found, the questions with answers, God, you are our eternal answer, any question we could have, you are our answer, you are our rock, I may not know what each one of them are stepping out to, but God, you do. You know the steps that they're taking. The seasons they're about to step in. You know everything. God put it in their heart that you know everything. They're already sowed, they already took that step. You can put your trust in Him, you can trust Him. And you will find abundance you will find favor God has favor over those who take the step of obedience obedience is such a powerful word and you guys are taking that step of obedience God is there right with you
0: As we finish up our time together and christopher is just ministering over the reality that god is producing something great in you even in the seasons where you don't feel it or you don't know that obedience that stepping out and you know i'm going to invite my family up here one more time and we want to bless you and your families we de- we want to declare over you that you are a family on mission here in this place where god is playing would you let's just stand up together I'm so sorry some of you are sitting but let's all stand up together and I want us to come together as one big family but also individual families and each one of you are facing things challenges maybe with sons or grandsons or granddaughters or things that you're walking through and you say how you know I want to be a family on mission you know a family that has is full of purpose that that is leaning and not perfect but." trusting God for great things in this season and walking through the hard and and the challenging things and being faithful to the Lord through it all to see the good fruit of God in our lives and to be able to because of that be an impact in our communities and so maybe your kids are in in the classes or youth are over in the youth auditorium but right now just picture your family together and picture the vision of god over your family picture what god has for you and just release it stand up wipe those tears say god they're yours they are yours my family is yours my kids are yours our our family belongs to the lord as for me and my house we will serve the lord and right now we declare blessing over your families it's messy it's imperfect it's broken but you know what it's gods it's gods and he will do more than we can possibly imagine that's his promise that's his promise right now when we stand upon that we worship we worship you through it god we worship you in it when we believe God that it is our yes it is our yes that opens the doors of heaven over our families it's when we say yes God when we trust you father that we get to see the goodness of God in the land of the living and we declare that over our homes I bless you family I bless your home I declare the abundance of God the the peace and the love and the joy of God over your house May God's full purpose be established. And where fear and doubt try to creep in, I declare that faith would arise over your home. In Jesus' name, that you would take a stand and worship, knowing that God will do greater than we. God is faithful to His promise. He is good and He is faithful. They are yours. Our families are yours, God. We bless you, we bless your family, we bless your marriages and your children and their children. And we declare that the legacy of this house will be strong families that impact the community for good, in Jesus mighty name, in Jesus mighty name we release this over you. I just feel like someone needs a miracle in their home right now, there's someone here, that needs a miracle in your house and you you sense this and this word was for you right now we want to release that a supernatural grace over you in Jesus name would you just raise your hand if that's you you need a miracle in your home right now in your children right now right now Father Father release miracles of salvation release miracles of encounter put people in in the right places in the right times experience pour out your spirit upon each family right now we declare miracles over each home in Jesus name families that are strengthened right now father we ask for divine appointments and miracles of salvation and healing be released over every family that unity would be released over every family peace over every family conflicts would be resolved by your grace speak your word send forth your word your promise your promise will not return void in jesus name we bless and we release over you miracles over your family receive in jesus in Jesus' name, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We bless you. We bless you. Just receive for one moment. Receive. 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 turn the father's heart to the children and the children's heart to the father's and the mother's heart to their daughters and the daughters to their mothers and, and I will raise up families in this place. Strong families. United families. And I will heal the land. And I will heal the land. And I will heal your land. receive that word this morning would you just give god praise and say yes amen yes and amen yes and amen yes and amen thank you father new life we love you we love you we love you thank you thank you for being such an incredible part of our family for standing with us
6: we bless you bless your new life. Give them them another round of applause, would you? Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's just just do this real quickly before we dismiss. Would you just do me a favor? Let's let's bless them as well. Would you you stretch your hands out toward the Mooney family? They have been uh, man on the front lines and been willing to sacrifice so much to see the gospel of Jesus Christ go out. And it's an honor that we've been able to call them a part of our family. So, Lord, we just bless the Moonies in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask, Holy Spirit of God, Lord, that you would meet them right where they are. You know every need. Lord, you know every dream. You know every hurt. You know every pain. You know everything or every obstacle that may stand in their way. You know it all. And, Lord, you are sovereign over it all. God, you are in control. And so, Lord, we just submit them into your hands. We ask that you would bless them in the name of Jesus. God, that you would encourage their hearts. Lord, that as they go into dark areas, Lord, that the light of Christ would go before them and would dwell in them in that place in those times. Lord, protect their hearts. God, as they may grow weary in well-doing, that you would strengthen them in Jesus' name. God, that you would protect their minds, Lord, as they may want to become discouraged or wonder, Lord, what it is that they're doing or why they're doing it. But, Lord, that they would encourage themselves in the Lord. And God, that they would be satisfied in you. And when all else may seem to fail, Lord, that you would be their rock and their fortress, that you would be the one that they find satisfaction in. Lord, that they would know that, God, that there is nothing but Jesus. And we thank you. And we just we just uh, encourage them, bless them. We thank you for that in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Listen, church god is calling us as a family of families to be on mission and so take that to heart god has called god has given you a mission and you may not know exactly how to define that that's okay don't be discouraged i love you know what what christopher was talking about he wasn't sure what god was doing until god had already done it you know what i mean but let's just be faithful and say god here we are as a family, we're declaring, here we are, send us, use us. We are available uh, to our neighbors, to our friends, to our church, to our coworkers, whatever it may be, whatever it may look like, and not just as individuals, but as a family. We thank you. Praise God. Thank, thank you all so much. God bless you. Have a wonderful weekend. Don't forget, man, church isn't over. It's just getting started. Go be the church. God bless you all. We'll see you next week.